You're listening to Plug In to Health with Prevea Health, exploring healthcare topics that matter to you, the latest developments in health and medicine, and the inspiring stories that emerge from Prevea Health, our partners, and the communities we serve. Welcome to Plug Into Health. As a trusted healthcare provider in Wisconsin, Provea Health has a responsibility to do everything possible to keep its patients and communities healthy, happy, and safe. It's why we need to get straight to the point here and tell you that if you can be vaccinated for COVID-19 and you have not yet done so, the time is now. On this episode, we're explaining why and what potentially is at stake here. Dr. Ashok Rai, the president and CEO of Provea Health, is our guest. Welcome, Dr. Rai. Thanks for having me. I want to start with this. So you're someone who has been following this pandemic since day one. Um, You're a practicing physician. You have scientific and medical expertise. If you could describe, you know, in three words or less your feelings about the current state of this pandemic? You know, I guess my feelings have changed a lot over 15, 18 months from fear to, uh, you know, exacerbation with so many cases and people dying to hope when we hit the vaccines. And now, in all honesty, myself and I think a lot of healthcare professionals, we're tired. We're deflated. Because, you know, all we said when we were losing patients left and right is we just need to get through this till we have a vaccine and then we get people vaccinated and we can be done we can move on we can all get our lives back to normal and i think people think that their lives are back to normal now but don't really understand what's going on but those of us that are still seeing covid patients that are worried about you know replication of this virus and turning into new variants we're scared and we also are frustrated because there's no reason we should be in this place. Scared, tired, frustrated, deflated. Yeah. Very descriptive. Yeah. You would think all my feelings right now would be happy because mm-hmm. we get to wander around without a mask on because we've been vaccinated and our hospitals are not being overrun. Those are all good things. But the fact of the matter is people are still getting infected. They're having long-term symptoms because of it. We have people dying. And we have a free safe intervention that people for a variety of reasons most of which are not scientific based or logically based are not taking it's like i'm trying to describe this to somebody so if we were on a plane and your dream was to go skydiving one day right so you take one of those small planes and say there's four people on it and we're going to toss two parachutes outside the door and the four of you are going to jump out and two of you might be able to catch that parachute and land safely and the other two probably won't do so well at the end of that. Would you ever volunteer for something like that? Mm-mm. No way. You know, and that's kind of going through life knowing that there's a pandemic going on, a virus that could kill you and not getting vaccinated. It's like I'm going to jump on a plane. I'm going to try to maybe catch a parachute at some point, but if not, I'm going to not do well. That's kind of the equivalent attitude right now and it's so as a healthcare provider where you've taken an oath to save lives to do everything you can for people and you have this intervention that'll prevent them from dying and they don't want to do it tired mm-hmm. frustrated deflated comes to mind i want to dig a little bit deeper in in just a little bit about you know 
why one's decision to not become vaccinated affects the pandemic and, and the rest of us. But let's talk about what the data is showing first. What is, what is the data showing and what, it, what is making us concerned? Cases are up. Hospitalizations are up. Yeah, we're seeing trends, you know, maybe not as much locally here because it's spreading in different parts of the country. But I'd like to remind everybody that there was a time where New York was the outbreak and then L.A. was the outbreak. And the next thing you knew that Green Bay, Wisconsin was the worst in the world. So it happens very quickly on how the pandemic spreads. So you can't just look at what's going on in my neighborhood. You have to look at what's going on in the country and the world. And we're seeing significant outbreaks, significant numbers of hospitalizations and deaths in certain parts of this country, and it'll spread quick. Proof point, you know, March last year, we saw New York being overwhelmed. And by April, we were the ones in the national news because of what was going on in the meatpacking plants and just our outbreaks. So we can't just look at our data and feel good about it. The data nationally, the data worldwide is extremely concerning in hospitalizations, infections, all within the non-vaccinated population. So what is what is the main driving force between the for the reasons that we are we seem to be moving backwards here? We have unvaccinated people. You know, and a lot. It, and a lot. You know, 50% of the population locally hasn't been vaccinated. That's eligible for it. And that's scary. Because you know, if you're vaccinated, you're enjoying life right now. I hope you are. And I really hope you are. If you're vaccinated, you did the right thing. But hopefully you're worried, too, because right now our vaccines, let's just take Pfizer, for example, just to pull one out in the lab and in the real world has shown pretty effective against these variants that we're seeing. But let's remember how we get a variant. A variant comes because the virus is allowed to replicate. In other words, when you're infected, the word replication means it reproduces. So this virus grows in you. One virus, one one little virus becomes six, becomes 30, becomes 30,000 very quickly, a number of copies of that virus in your body. That replication, that, that you know, the basically, basically birthing a new virus happens so quickly that mistakes happen, and that's how you get a variant. Right now, our vaccines work against the variant. But the more that we let this vaccine, or sorry, this virus continue to replicate, one of those replications, one of those variants might actually be resistant to the vaccine. And then we're right back to where we started. And then we are right back to where we started, and we will see a lot more death, and we will see a crisis situation because, you know, we're we're running out of things we can do for our patients right now. Some of the treatments we have, the variants aren't, you know, they, they don't work on the variant either if, if we have a new variant. So it's it's almost worse than where we were. I, I recall reading somewhere, someone um, referenced this, and referring to at least, you know, the Delta variant. Someone had, had referenced it as the 2020 COVID-19 virus on steroids. It's a good way to put it. So this variant of concern, the VOC as we call it, Delta, it replicates fast. I mean, it replicates really fast. So it, and it's, which means it spreads a lot faster and spreads a lot easier. The jury's still out if it makes you sicker. It makes you just as sick as the, the COVID that we're used to, it, and it can kill you just as easily. But there's a concern that it actually could make you sicker or kill you faster, just given how much that virus is in the body when we find out that somebody's infected. We call that a viral load. So say 
you have one copy of the virus that infects you, and then within two days you have 3,000 copies. And say that was the regular variant that we were used to. Delta, you could have 30,000 copies uh, in, in that three-day period. In other words, it replicates that much faster, which means you spread it a lot more, and it could overwhelm your body quicker. We're still looking into that, but it is very concerning. There's nothing good, as far as news goes, with the Delta variant except one thing. The vaccine works against it. So we want to put this virus down. We're going to have to have a lot more people vaccinated. And and the whole you know reason for this episode, the title, it's within the title, get vaccinated now. What's at stake if we wait a month, another month, to get vaccinated? Well, I think it's important to understand that getting vaccinated today doesn't make you safe. Let's just take once again, I'll just, I'll, I'll pick on Pfizer today since I, I pulled them out. You get a shot and they need a second shot in three weeks. And it's two weeks after that to be fully protected. That's five weeks. We know that we're going to start leaving the fun sun and going more indoors come the fall. And we're going to see outbreaks because it'll spread quicker. That's just human nature. We saw it last year. We're going to see it again this year. So if you want to prevent a massive outbreak, you need to start vaccinating five weeks before we start moving inside. Guess when that would be? Now. Exactly. So so well said with that. You know, I go back to um, last fall, you know, September, October, November, really difficult, difficult time um, in the pandemic. Are you concerned that's where we're headed and or possibly worse? It really depends on what we see as far as variants go. There's a potential for it to be worse. It, right now, the writing's on a wall. It's going to be a bad fall. How bad? really depends on how many people we can get vaccinated now and what are some of the non-pharmaceutical or pharmacologic interventions we can do such as masking such as distancing and can we get people to do that again you know right now if you're not vaccinated you're supposed to be wearing a mask we know that's not happening and that's unfortunate that you know we have to rely on the honor system and it's just not happening so we're going to see spread we're going to see death that we don't need to see And remember, there's still a portion of the population that we have to protect because immune-compromised individuals, those that are elderly, those that are under treatments for, say, Crohn's disease or cancer therapy, they are on medications where the vaccine may not be as effective for them as it is, say, for you or I. And if they get exposed to Delta, they can still die. And we have to protect everybody. And the only way to do that is to get everybody vaccinated. My next question was, you know, how does one's decision to not become vaccinated for COVID-19 potentially impact this pandemic? I, I mean, you 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 stated it very well just a few minutes ago. But do people also understand the ripple effects? You know, unfortunately, I don't think people care. And that's the unfortunate statement right now. They would rather get misinformation, non-scientific based information, uh, information coming from outside of this country being fed into social media to disrupt our economy. They would rather listen to that than understand their impact, not only to protect themselves, uh, but the community too. So when we see vaccine hesitancy, despite answering all the questions, and people are still just quoting bad literature, bad statements, there's one thing to bring to me a good scientific article and have concern over that, and we can talk through that decision. But 
the majority, 90% of what we're seeing in the non-vaccinated, the rationales they're bringing to us aren't scientific-based. Their information is inaccurate. And the, in, the information they're being fed is purposely being fed to them to disrupt our lives. And that's a frustration. Mm-hmm. You know, thinking about some of these ripple effects, you know, it's it's not just okay, I don't want to get vaccinated because of X, Y, Z. Not only am I putting, you know, lives, other lives at stake, there's the economy to think about. Um, kids in school, right? It, it, the ripple effects just go on forever. They do. I mean, kids in school is important. The American Academy of Pediatrics, every pediatrician will tell you, we want our children back in school learning. And virtual just wasn't a good option. We all know that. We want them back in school. We also don't want people dying. So if you want them back in school, get vaccinated. Let's get everybody vaccinated that, you know, is able to be vaccinated right now. The economy, you know, not that the stock market is the only barometer for the economy, but recently it's taken a tumble because the market knows that COVID's back. And, you know, people are going to lose jobs and we finally started rebuilding our economy. We started rebuilding, you know, our faith in being able to go out and getting restaurants back in business. And if we get back to a situation where there's a risk of you catching COVID, even if we don't have masking, it's going to put some people staying at home that normally would be going out. So there's going to be less spending because people are worried about the future right now. Stock market shows that. Consumer confidence is going to go down. So we're going to see a lot of ripple effects based on decisions being made, really based on bad information. Mm-hmm. Is there anything that I haven't asked you about on this topic that you'd like to address? Well, if you're not vaccinated, how should you get vaccinated? Yeah, absolutely. And really, if you have questions and you have concerns, Talk to somebody that knows what they're talking about. Talk to your physician. If you don't have one, let's get you one. There's no reason that you shouldn't have a good conversation, open and honest conversation with somebody who's trained to have that conversation that's gone to medical school, that's done a residency, that understands the science behind the data and can appropriately articulate it. That's, that's you. That's who I'm talking to. So this is this sways perfectly into my final question for you. There might be somebody who has clicked, you know, play on this episode. They're listening and they haven't decided yet. They might be on the edge. They're not sure. I'm not sure if I'm going to get that vaccine. What are your words to them? Number one, do it for yourself. We don't want to see you sick. Even if you get COVID, and you survive. We are starting to see some pretty significant long-term issues. There's no reason not to get vaccinated to protect yourself, but also do it for everybody else you love. Dr. I, thank you so much for being here with us today. Thank you for having me. Vaccines are readily available across the state for all adults and children ages 12 and older. For more information about COVID-19 vaccination with Prevea Health, please visit prevea.com slash vaccine. Please, if you can, get vaccinated as soon as possible. The time is now. You've been listening to Plug Into Health with Prevea Health. 
To learn more and to submit ideas for future shows, please visit purveya.com slash podcast. And please remember, the information provided in this podcast does not constitute medical advice. It is not intended to replace interactions with your healthcare professional. And if you are concerned about your health care, you should consult with your healthcare professional. You can learn more about Purveya Health at Purveya.com. Thank you for choosing to plug into health with Purveya Health.